Hey nerds, if you like what we do here on One Podcast for Nerds, remember you can always support us through the ACAST supporting system to which you can find a link to in the description below of every episode. It's only a minimum of three US dollars, but no commitment. We also sell mugs, which you can find at mainjams.com, and I would describe them with Nolan's trademark slogan, having a good hand feel. They're great for coffee, tea, when you're streaming, gaming, or just doing nerdy shit. Alright, let's get to the show. Play that intro. What's up, nerds, and welcome to episode 10. If you're watching the video version of this, I just held up my fingers to make a 10 version like an idiot. This is obviously one <laughs> This is obviously <laughs> one podcast for nerds. Um, yeah, so this is great. We've hit the big 1-0. Uh, with me today is only the best, Nolan. That's me. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. Yeah, we're doing a two for today. I'm excited. Up- this is number Every- 10. Yeah, I'm excited too. It just sucks that everyone else is like, man, I got better things to do. Like, <laughs> shit my guts out on a toilet. Just kidding. It's a milestone. No one has, no one has booty problems. Anyways, so, yeah, it's just going to be the two of us for this show because Bones has his, his things turning, but he's actually working on some great things that we're really excited to share with everyone. Probably, hopefully next month. We're just trying to finalize some things, but be excited for that. And then Austin's just un- unfortunately just a little under the weather, and I just I just blamed toilet jokes because it was funny at the time. So sucks to be him, but sucks to be under the weather. But uh, you know we we can do this. We got this. We can carry this show all the way through. I think at least on your shoulders. Oh, my shoulders. Wow, <laughs> pressure. I guess. Um. So we're actually gonna change the format of the show a little bit. We've. For the last like nine episodes, we focused heavily on the news, and we're trying to be a, like, not trying, but we kind of want to be a news podcast where you know we cover big stories and talk it with you guys and try and get opinions out of everybody and and, and all that stuff. But I think we're actually slightly going to abandon that, not fully. Well, we're we're still we're still going to do the news. We're yeah, still we're still going to talk about it. We're, if there's like a huge story that is like like we need to talk about, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Other than that, we're still going to maintain being a video game podcast. We're going to talk about video games, but we're just we're going to talk about more like broad um, aspects of of the video game industry. So, for example, today, Nolan and I are going to talk about, you know, the direction PlayStation is taking in the video game industry and the way Xbox is going with the video game industry and how they're very like opposite of each other. So we're going to like kind of reflect and and give our opinions and, and have a conversation about not so much as who's doing it better, but like. You know, obviously, I think each one has more has uh, pros and cons to either direction. So we're going to have a conversation about that today. But uh, before we get into that, I have to obviously do all this stuff where I have to mention where you can find us and all that stuff. So because I make Austin do it on his show, so I need to do it on my show. But um, anyway, so all the obviously you can find us at uh, One Podcast for Nerds on Twitch and Twitter. Sorry, at Instagram and Twitter. Holy, you can find us at One Podcast for Nerds. Uh, on Twitch and as well on YouTube. Brain's just not working today. <laughs> you can also uh, email us as always at uh, onepodcastfornerds at gmail.com and you can support us on Patreon, which I have a sweet announcement. 
we've been like doing the four dollar thing because well honestly the reason why we did it is because there's four of us and we're like well you know a dollar each is fine for the hour whatever we do once a week right but we're not we're not in this for the money like money the the money's nice because like it helps us uh upgrade our equipment and and help us maybe produce better shows and stuff like that kind of it 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 helps us know that what we do is 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 a reach and that everyone's entertaining by it and everyone wants to listen to it it also kind of it, it just helps us make the show better it gives us more time to make better shows more shows but we're still working on that stuff anyways because we want everyone that's going to support us on patreon to make sure they feel like they're getting the content that they want and 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 that they're getting a value for their dollar so what we're going to do is starting in june to watch this the video version of this show and also get music behind the games which is a new show that we have coming out um we're going to charge two dollars a month it just seems it's a better price get things going but then as as we have more shows and more things coming we'll, we'll figure out the tiers and all that crap later but yeah, so we want to go $2 a month and 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 make that work. So um if you want to sign up for Patreon next month, uh, I would start on the 1st of June and and for 2 bucks you get the video version of this and then we will release the first episode of Music Behind the Games with the second episode afterwards and then so on and so forth. Uh another reason why we actually just to because we're on the subject, I guess, but the reason why we want to change the format of this show is because as you can see there's two of us today, it's cuz like we have so much things happening in our lives that trying to do the news weekly is hard especially since like i do some of the research for my stuff austin does research for his stuff no one does research for his stuff and then uh bones is editing it and he's got a lot of stuff going on as well so we just kind of want to give everyone time to like mount these together and and just repeatedly put them out so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh talk about when uh you know after i got all that crap out of the way we're gonna talk about playstation and xbox and what they're doing and yeah we're just we're gonna cover fun things we're gonna do fun things if you know if you have suggestions for the show um obviously we'll have patreon polls about things we're gonna want to talk about you guys can vote on that um we're also going to email us if you guys are something like really interesting we'll do the research on it and we'll cover it talk about it try to get answers that we can just you know through through the available sources that we have so um yeah that that's where that's gonna go but uh so yeah nolan and i let's talk about playstation and xbox let's uh let's have a combo just you and me so this is gonna be a conversational piece welcome to the corner i'm trying to do like you know like you uh i don't know npr you know just it's just really mellow chill and chill and stuff it's just really jazzy sounding almost just like yeah so Jazz xbox and like yeah xbox and that uh game pass so that's some sweet that's a sweet deal they got going on over there it is. That's why I've signed up. I don't even have an Xbox. I know I signed up too, and I also don't have an Xbox. But I mean, for thirteen dollars Canadian, it's a freaking sweet deal. Like, did you see uh, uh, just uh, Final Fantasy X and X two got added? I saw that. Yeah, I enjoyed Final Fantasy X. Never played X two. I never played X two either. I had ten. I actually still have ten for PS two in a storage unit. So I, I, I have... used them in a box somewhere as well. But I mean, like, look. I mean, okay, so. But then how many games are there? There's so many games on that. Like, well, the thing is, too, is that, again, so we only have the PC version, but there's there's a lot, too, for, like, they're, they're not all the same across the xCloud, uh, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One and all that stuff, and PC. So certain games come out for, for certain um, consoles and, or, yeah, sure, I guess a phone. Sure, let's do it, consoles. But um, But, I mean, even, like, having a PC and being able to play first-party games day one 
is pretty awesome. Like, I mean, for th- so we were going to have a conversation. We were thinking about having a conversation about like the inflation and the effects it has on the gaming industry, like how games have gone in here in Canada from 80 to $90 and then the States from 60 to $70. Which is but, a like, lot when you want to play all the games. Well, especially, well, any, like, I mean, it's a lot just to buy one game, right? Like how many people go out and buy like every new game that comes out? Like not a lot, not unless you're pretty wealthy, but I mean, myself, like I don't, I don't go and buy every game. I mean, I got a million consoles, but I don't, I don't go and buy every single one. Like I really want to play Returnal for a PS5. Um, I'm, I'm really into roguelikes and stuff like that, but I mean, I think it's actually like $80 right now, but still like to pay or $90, $80. I don't remember, but like to, to pay that amount of money for a game that's like it's made by an indie developer which is fine but i mean to spend all that money on something and then i don't know like beat it and then what am i going to do with it afterwards right like i i still prefer to buy physical copies absolutely so but i mean so so i obviously we're gonna start with the xbox side but um so yeah game pass obviously is a huge win for xbox i think you know they're doing a really good job with um monetizing products uh it was a really like when xbox game pass came out it was a pretty rough start not everyone was signing up it was mostly word of mouth that everyone was doing like it wasn't really advertised anywhere unless actually it wasn't advertised anywhere at least here in canada wasn't it wasn't something that you know we heard a lot about but it i remember i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how xbox game pass has grown quite a bit within the last fiscal year of of xbox so they've seen like i think it was like a 13% 13% jump or 300% jump and was a three in there somewhere, but well, they've seen a huge incline of people subscribing to game pass in the last 12 months. They've gained 5 million subscribers. That's a lot of people. That's a lot. They were they had, last year. They had 18 million in April this year. They had 23. So that's 5 million new subscribers. And you're one of them. I am. I'm actually, actually, I, was, I think, I think in that year, I'm I, also one of them. I became a statistic. I also, well, I mean, we're all really a statistic, but um, yeah, like but then, they have, no, go on. So in the last 12 months, Microsoft picked up 5 million sub- subscribers. Last year, there were only 2.2 million subscribers to PlayStation now. And that's yeah. not expected to have really grown much at all. No. And I mean, I've I've subscribed to PlayStation now for I I think I got because they do at the end of the year they do it where it's like I don't know I think it was like 70 bucks Canadian and you got it for the year. The issue with PlayStation now and the difference between PlayStation now and Xbox Game Pass is that Xbox Game Pass you can actually download the games unless you play on xCloud because then you're actually playing you're not actually downloading them you're actually just playing them through xCloud like through a server but you actually download the games to, to your console. As for PlayStation now, there's only a select, a select few of games. Most of them are PS4 games that you actually can, or sorry, PS3 games. No, no, PS4 games, PS4 games. Now you actually download to your console, but everything else is played through a server. And man, I can tell you that the quality, the latency, everything about playing a game online, um, like streaming it with no data really like set to your to your hard drive is a pain in the ass and it's 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 really shitty and it it sucks and like i i can play like i was trying to play um saints row the third on there and it was kept giving me like oh you have bad connection errors or like you need you need good internet i don't have bad internet i don't have great internet i don't have what austin has for internet because i've never felt like i needed it but you kind of have to get the top of the top to make this work to make yeah ps now work and i i honestly don't think it's worth it And and i know a lot of people out there don't i'm waiting until i get playstation 5 then i'll have a think about that I think by the time you decide to buy a PlayStation 5, PS now might not exist anymore. They might go, you know, we actually might have an uh, Xbox Game Pass equivalent if if we all wish and hope hard enough. 
Well, it'd be nice if they had something good and decent like that because Microsoft is doing it right. There's no reason Sony can't. So Microsoft is is consumer friendly, is what they are. But they're, they're also a software company too, which is well, they have a lot of backing. Which is the right? difference. Yeah. yeah, I mean, out of out of Microsoft as a whole, uh, Microsoft Word makes the biggest amount of money um, of that of that business. Like Microsoft Word is huge. I mean, like think about it. Like they've gone with a subscription now with Microsoft Word 365, right? So like, yeah, businesses, me, schools, universities are all subscribed to that for I think it's like seventy seventy or hundred dollars a year. Yeah, no, they they do a lot. Like I'm subscribed to the university here in in, in Kamloops, and uh, and that's the only way I'll ever pay for it. I'll never. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I'll eventually have to buy it, but you can use it without a subscription. But yeah, I mean, they're the, they're a big powerhouse. So is the software company is a big powerhouse, right? And and which is funny actually, because if you think back to the Xbox One, they're a big software company, yet they could not get software out fast enough for the Xbox One for first party games. It was so hard. And that's why that console, in my opinion, didn't do that great. So you had the PS4, which was like coming out with bangers left, right and center. And then you had Xbox Series X or sorry, Xbox One. And they couldn't do first party games. I mean, when the Master Chief Collection first came out uh, for the Xbox One, that was a huge debacle. Like no one was happy with it. It was poor. You know, it was kind of poorly done. It didn't do well. And it it just it wasn't that it just didn't work out that well. But yeah, I remember yeah. that. So in that note, I just want to say real quick, welcome Bones. Hey Pabstar. How's it going, my man? Andy the Pabster. Oh man. How you doing? Pabsty. They call him Pabsty. Man, you missed it. I, I had a ponytail earlier. You missed Pabsty's it. Pabsty's ponies. Pabsty's ponies. <laughs> We're uh, we're currently discussing. Uh, so in this episode, we're currently discussing um, the direction Xbox is going, the direction PlayStation is going, and we're just. I'm just wondering, uh, have you ever subscribed to PlayStation Now Bones? Like, did you ever think about it? Have you looked at it? No, I did not. Uh, you did a demonstration for me in my living room one time, and uh, oh right, yeah, I did do I that for you. Decided... No, because the resolution was too low. That really yeah, sucked. well, yeah, because it's off Visuals the server, are very right? Important to me, so um, yeah. It's... You can't it was a very those, good idea of having a monthly fee, and you just, you get to try all these games. But uh, if visuals weren't so important to me, then I I probably would have gotten it. But and if I played more games, well, uh, you know about Xbox Game Pass, right? Xbox Game Pass, no, yeah. Xbox salesman, tell me. Well, we were just discussing about how it's like PS Now, but instead of playing it off a server, you can just download them straight to your console. So that way, that resolution isn't so bad because you actually have that game, like you're actually playing the data off your disc. Yeah, that's a better way of doing it. Sounds yeah, like Xbox has a better way. It's more consumer friendly for sure, and and that's what we're discussing. Um, Except I had to wait overnight to download the Master Chief Collection on my computer. That's also because you. What's your internet like? And you're using a laptop, <laughs> a gaming right. a gaming laptop nonetheless. But it's well, the lower end of the market for that. What's the price difference? Do we know? Do we have that information in front of us? Yeah. So it's, uh, I think it's twelve ninety nine a month for um, PS Now Canadian. This is Canadian dollars, and then it's yeah. uh, thirteen dollars. I think fourteen dollars. Yeah, thirteen dollars for Xbox Game Pass. But you get you get a lot more. I mean, you get a lot more games. I think with Game Pass than you do with PS Now. At least from what I last looked. Well, and yeah, I do. Popular games. And Game Pass has eight hundred titles on it. And PS Now has 300. 
Yeah, and and a lot of those and a lot of those aren't even like you don't have any. You really don't have any of the original PS One games on there whatsoever. You have a handful, and I literally mean like a handful of PS Two games. You have a lot of PS Three games, um, which aren't. I mean, some of them are great, but a lot of them are kind of almost shovelware games. And then you have uh, some really good PS4 games. Uh, like, they did Spider-Man on there. They did Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War on there. But they were only on there for three months. They weren't on there for that. Like, they weren't a staple thing. As, like, if you take Xbox Game Pass with first-party games, they, they stay on there. They don't go away. And so that was also kind of shitty. Actually, literally, those games came out the day my subscription went up. And I was just like, it's not, I already owned them, so it didn't matter. But I, I was just like, this isn't worth having anymore to me. Like, having a game up from January to April, like a, a really well received game across the gaming industry, especially anyone who owned a PS4. I mean, it came out like a year after the game released. So probably everyone already played it that wanted to play it. And not that many people were subscribed to PS now. So, you know, like, I don't know if the reach is that far. And I also wonder too, and this is just me speculating, but. I wonder if PlayStation doesn't see it as a viable option because their subscription is so low. Like, subscribers are so low. Well, I think it might be a difference in culture between the two companies as well. Because Sony's always been a hardware company. and You mean software? They outsell Microsoft and consoles. And so, oh, sorry. You, you said... So oh, sorry. Sony is a is, is Yeah, a Sony is. Sorry, yeah. okay. Because Sony's always been about a physical product. Yeah, like TV. So that's cameras. probably what their mindset is. Whereas Microsoft has always been about software. So for them, it's ingrained in the culture of the parent company probably to go the, the subscription. Well, and... I, I I know that like um uh Jim Ryan, CEO of Sony America. I know he so a couple I think actually maybe a couple months ago is a little bit overshot, but this year at some point, uh he did say that they had something in the works that would compete with xbox game pass but yet ever since he said those words nothing has ever came out e3's next month maybe sony's not, sony's not going to be there but i mean they'll probably do something for e3 right like they'll probably do a special ps uh state of play um to, to showcase what they have coming out probably the day before or the day after e3 ends or starts but i mean that's that's that would be like i to me that'll be the next big announcement like i don't think we're going to hear anything from sony between now and then so it will have to wait the month and see if maybe something comes into fruition it might not just be a cultural thing for the from two companies it might also be a geographical regional thing because north america is where streaming and subscription services has really started and taken off and, and even even playstation now though that was first introduced in north america three years before it was in japan do you actually want to know who does a streaming service really well nintendo in japan oh do they yeah they have done that never even heard of that yeah 3ds and the switch man they they did a really good and japan has better internet than we do here in canada um but yeah they they stream they they dabbled in in the north america they are dabbling i should say in the north american market for the switch so like control came out for the switch and um what was the other one? It was controlling something. Oh, Hitman Three came out for the Switch, and they both were options to stream. So you can actually download a you download a demo and you stream it and see how well it goes. I've heard they've been garbage. No matter where you are in North America, it just sucks. It sucks because like you have to have really good internet to make that work. But as well, like you know, Nintendo headquarters, a lot of that's where they normally stream it from, like straight from Nintendo headquarters. Could it be? A, I mean, on your point, could it be a geographical thing because they are closer 
to the source of the download, like they're closer to the servers. So do they get a better quality because of that? Like the range, you know, the data doesn't deteriorate as farther it goes. I don't know. I'm not a tech genius. I'm just speculating. But nonetheless, like it does really well in, in Japan. And they did it with the DS too. Like they would do like demos with the DS. Like, you know, if you played on a certain day, you turn on your DS and there'd be like a game there you could play that, you know, is exclusive to Japan to do. So, but then again, Nintendo is huge and Sony's huge in Japan too. So, so Microsoft has always had an issue getting into Japan. And so you're, to your point, yeah, like Microsoft does way better in North America than they do in Japan. They've always had a hard time getting into, into, into that market. But also on your note is I don't know if it's so much of a geographical thing as it's more of like Sony trying its hardest at no matter literally what cost to gain market share in the game industry. They're no, doing that with by winning the console war by selling more consoles. But at the end of the day, this right, I say Sony, I meant Microsoft. Like maybe Microsoft oh, yeah. being at no cost to, to, to win the console war. Sorry. Well, then Microsoft has more money. Yeah, but they do. But Sony has more market share, even though they have less money, they have more market share yeah. than, than, than Microsoft does. But I mean, it's more of like, I think getting like trying to be more consumer friendly. So like, I know we focused like so far a lot on Microsoft here. Well, it's when you say consumer friendly. I had a Microsoft phone when it first came out, oh. and I know it was when, <laughs> like, it, when like it first moved back here, right? It, like, Zoom. I think those are only around for like I don't know how long they were even in the market. Microsoft maybe like two years and then just disappeared. But I have to tell you, it was the easiest phone I ever used. I'll tell it you, was so nice. I'll tell you a secret: you can still get them. Can you? uh yeah actually so my samsung can down uh they sell the software but they don't make the phones okay so like i can i can connect my phone to my microsoft account on my computer and i literally get the 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 microsoft like operating system on my phone now so it, it i don't know if it integrates with my sam like with android and then they just change the layout to look the way that the old like microsoft phones did i did it once by accident and i hated it so much. I love my Samsung. No, I don't want you. I, I don't want I, to mess with I, that at all. No, I love my Samsung too. But um, but okay. So going on though, on on, I, I said consumer friendly. They're trying to be consumer friendly at no cost. But we did a story. I don't know if it was the first, second, or third episode. It was one of the three. But we did a we covered a story where Microsoft was going to increase the price of Game Pass Ultimate because they got rid of like the three month and all that stuff, and they're going to increase the price to like a hundred something yeah. bucks. And they got so much backlash, and then like. I don't know. I think it was like reversed two that. or three days later. Yeah, they reversed it. So that goes to say that I, I wonder again, speculating. We have no no proof, no sources to back it up. But I'm speculating that if they get enough of the market share and they become like the more dominant console, like will they slowly slowly start to increase their price rather than just jump it up? They they might, or if they see enough growth, like five million new subscribers in the last year, they might not want to play with it too much but then that's also very tempting base to keep taxing and making more money off of well and oh. with all their actions lately buying up all the studios microsoft looks like they're really going after volume so they could add more to game pass yeah and, and volume is great volume is great for sure and and yeah i mean well they're paying for it now um but i mean i guess I guess it's more of a situation where like, yeah, maybe the more subscribers they get, 
you increase it by a dollar here, you increase it by a dollar there for every like 10 game new games you get and then you know slowly try to like catch up. So do you know cuz you I mean you have numbers there obviously with you. Do you know if they actually make a profit? I don't know. Well they they must make a profit. They we I mean again going back to those Apple and uh Apple versus Epic case, um we learned that Microsoft has not made a single dollar on a console. Right here, gaming revenue at Microsoft grew 1.2 billion oh. in quarter three of 2020. Okay, but so so that's pure profit. Da, 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 da. $270 million per month, 3.2 billion a year is what Game Pass has provided to Microsoft. So they're making a profit on that. I just, I wonder, so I wonder how much though, like what the percentage is on each subscription. It must not be huge. It's probably not huge, but. They've got volume now with 22 well, million okay, subscribers. So 22 million subscribers. So you have consistent 22 million. Okay, so let's say you have 22 million subscribers. Okay, well, we know that Nintendo sells 30 million copies of a game three or four times a year. So, yeah. so I mean, like, they're obviously not making the equivalent of of if they were to do first party titles and then just make sell 30 million copies five times a year, right? So, so I mean, they're not getting the biggest pie piece of the pie. In the end, I mean, so you're right. So they must be they must be focusing more on, on volume and, and getting all that out there. Well, that's what all these like they have been snatching up a lot of studios lately. Yeah, yeah, they they've been they've been grabbing a lot, and uh, but they've been trying to catch up to Sony because Sony bought a ton between like between the PS3 and then into the PS4 era. They were they were snatching up a lot of studios as well, right? Like they bought Insomniac yeah. and and all that other stuff. So. I think that was actually the last studio I can remember that they bought. Oh no, yeah, no, that's the last studio I can remember that they bought. I'm sure they bought a couple since, but that's one. That's just the only one that comes to mind. Um, but yeah, so they're trying and to catch up. Microsoft, and Microsoft did just try to purchase Discord, buy them outright. Yeah, but I, I don't know in the end if they if that would really help them in the sense that, um. Like it wouldn't help them develop first party games, right? That's why they bought all those studios, is because again, no, back in the Xbox One. It's something that they might have been thinking of combining with Game Pass and just making more of an online community for gaming. Well, I would think it'd, it'd go well more into their Xbox network, mm-hmm. whatever that may be called, right? I mean, we don't even know what like Sony bought or ended up not buying them. They ended up giving a market yeah, share. share. We we don't know what's going to happen with that. And if anyone needs help with online anything, it's Sony. I mean, Xbox is great. Got a great online network of, uh, you know, like uh, online gameplay. So like Xbox Live Gold when I was younger and that was a thing. Which I guess that recently ended. But anyways, when Xbox Live was just a thing, not even gold. But when Xbox Live was a thing, I mean, their their online gameplay was so great. But when you had like the PS2 and the PS3, their online sucked. And then PS4 got better, but it does not compare to what Xbox has. And then Nintendo was just dead last and everything. They just could not get their shit together. I mean, you use an app for Nintendo to talk to other people, and that's just garbage. If you don't want your kids listening to swear words in Nintendo, just make private parties. Just let them make a private party. Everyone's happy. Everybody knows everybody, and, and you don't have weird things happening. No global chat. No, right? Yeah. Like, honestly, take out global chat. If you don't want global chat, don't do it. Just have people make parties. I think that's so much better than having a global chat. Like, I want to play Mario Kart and then have like three, like five year olds in there. Like, I'm not going to talk to them, obviously. Like, I don't, I don't know these people, but like, if I could have like a group chat with my friends and not have to listen to those five year olds, that'd be great. 
Xbox, but Xbox is doing a lot of good things. So, you know, in, in the conversation with Xbox Game Pass, they're also Xbox is heavily hugging and 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 well, Xbox has been really acceptable in backwards compatibility. Like they've really taken that in. They've embraced it for what it is. I mean, studies show that people want it, but yeah. people never use it. But Xbox went like full force. Like you can play a lot of OG Xbox games on your Xbox Series X and S, a lot of Xbox 360 games, Xbox One games, and then Xbox Series X and X games. No, I get you, man. I got so excited when I turned on my Switch and I downloaded, I, for just a few dollars here and there, bought a few old games that I wanted to play, but I haven't touched a single one of them. But I was oh, really my- excited, but I wanted it. I bought a couple of Neo Geo games and I regretted it ever since because <laughs> they're old. They're old arcade games I used to play, right? Yeah. And literally, the like it's a direct port from the arcade where it literally says like insert coin, like that is my starting screen. It doesn't even say press start. It's like insert coin, and you're like, God damn, this is like I used to play the shit out of these games, but I I didn't, I haven't touched them since. I I still own them sadly. <laughs> I just don't play them whatsoever and such a waste of goddamn money. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, when, I mean, when, um, switch online released and you had the SNES, like super Nintendo and, and original Nintendo games for fucking $20 a month. I mean, that's a steal for how, I mean, they're not, not all of them are great games. Like they don't have all the great first party games on there. Like I'm really upset that uh, earthbound isn't on the super Nintendo or even the original <laughs> Nintendo. That was such a good game um what else is on there uh there's a i don't know there's a few games that like came out with like the cla- mini classic that they didn't end up putting on to switch online and that kind of sucked i mean why not again this isn't about nintendo but we're on the subject we're gonna go with it yeah um with that being said is like why not take all the you know no one not a lot of people got the uh, uh classic minis why not throw those games on there i mean it's 20 bucks, you know, everyone's paying for 20 bucks a year. You're getting subscribers and whatever. Like, it's dirt cheap, and you get some sweet games. But my wish right now is that Nintendo either adds Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. Those are the games. games Game Boy Advance. Are, those are the games I want on on my Switch Online. I, I don't even want N64. I do want N64, but not as bad as my Game Boy games. But, so yeah, so Xbox has done really well with embracing, you know, their older gen games. And then you have Sony where ps4 backwards compatibility as far as you can go ps now you get some ps3 games not a lot of ps2 games and zero ps1 games yeah and they're shutting down the stores they were shutting down the stores on 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 the vita and the ps3 but i think they're keeping the vita now they're keeping the vita but they're still shutting down the psp and the ps3 stores but they're keeping the vita store open but they had their ps1 classics on those systems so there's a lot of great PS1 games that I enjoyed as a child that aren't going to be playable anymore, right? So, yeah, because I remember a few weeks ago in preparation for our show, like reading that there are about 1,200 titles that are going to disappear. Yeah, that you're never going to be able to play again. No, and and man, you know what? There was a lot of great PS1 games that I thoroughly enjoyed, and like, I mean, maybe some niche titles like Legend of Lagaya is one that comes to mind. Uh, Dragon Valor is another one. Um, you know, you had some great old Spider-Man games on there. Uh, the only best Digimon games I will ever, and I, I, you know, come at me, but Digimon 2 and Digimon 3 were on the PS1. Great fucking Digimon games. And I, I was a huge Digimon fan up until season four or whatever the hell is after that. Garbage after that. 
dead serious to me. But I mean, there was there was really some great games on the PS One that I thoroughly enjoyed and that I, I still have. Um, I mean, Toy Story games were on there. Oh. Plans Buzz, Light, Buzz Lightyear, and you it was like a little like platformer, open world. You went around Andy's house and shit, and tried to help everybody. Man, that game was so much fun. I enjoyed that game so much. You had Spyro on there, which I mean, you have the remasters now, but yeah. uh, but you, you know, you had Crash Bandicoot, which. You know, it's, I mean, I'm glad they remastered it. And I know it's an Activision title, but it would have been nice if somehow Sony worked it out being like, hey, let's just bring the classics back over and, and or hold on to them and do a, a subscription. I mean, if they can get some Final Fantasy games on there would be great too. Like, I mean, Sony had so many great games. The Metal Gear series would be another one. Like, those are hard to find now. Yeah. Like, one, two, and three, right? Like, they're super hard to find if... I either remaster them or or make them available to people to download and play on PS Now. I honestly, you got the Metal Gear trilogy on there. A lot of people, I think, would download PS Now just to go through that again. Oh, uh, I remastered or not? That was just so much fun. Like, I would, so many I would of those games, just uh, like especially Metal Gear, man. I remember playing that. Like we talked about last uh, podcast, like on the original Nintendo on the NES. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, like, Xbox has great games, too, like, on their OG series. So, I mean, I didn't play a lot of them. I don't even, I don't even remember what I had. I definitely, my first game for my Xbox uh, original was uh, Mech Assault because I was a huge MechWarrior fan. And so oh, I got... Oh, there's one I, I used to... Oh, I loved it so much on PlayStation Front Wars or something like that. Okay. I remember. But, yeah, building your mechs and warring across the world, like, so Mech Assault was, it took like the traditional Mech Warriors from like the PC games. You couldn't actually like mod them, but you would get to, uh, but you could play them. Like you, you get to play like the more iconic ones, I guess yeah. would be the best way to say, but you couldn't really, you couldn't m- mod them in any shape or form. I do remember from that game though, that there was like the man suit. So you'd have like the big, like catwalker with like the missiles on the, on the side or whatever. Yeah. And then you'd have this like tiny little dude in the suit and you're like, you had agility on you. That's all you got. But man, you were two shots from being killed. And I got stuck on that mission for so long. I was so pissed because you'd be like, fly through everything. I'm like, yeah, I really can't that fast. I'm, you know, I'm five years old or no, I wasn't five, but I'm like nine years old. I'm not going to be really good at this. Twelve. I was twelve, actually. I was twelve when I had the OG Xbox. But um. But yeah, that was that was one of my first games. And I played the shit out of the game. It wasn't that great, but I played the crap out of it. I have been like this close to buy a Series S just so I could play that game again. I was like three hundred dollars to play like a twenty dollar game. Sure, yeah, why not? <laughs> but uh, but my lady would not be happy. She's like, you got enough shit. I'm like, I I do have enough shit. You do have enough shit. I want more shit. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, it's 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 just kind of fun being like the age we are now. You know, and you, when you owned an original Xbox, having that ability to go back and oh, like as much. Always tugging at your heartstrings. Oh, and I'm a huge PlayStation fan, and I, we've actually been shitting super hard on PlayStation. But like, I'm a, I am a huge PlayStation fan. But Xbox is just doing it right, and like, I'm seeing people that like I know are huge PlayStation fans being like, Xbox got this one, and and, and it's early. It's early. We can't definitively say that you know Xbox has got this one, but they're doing a good job catching up. Like this generation, they're doing a really good job catching up. No, they are, and especially with the streaming, they're they're killing it. Yeah. And if that's going to be the future, like I remember when Netflix decided to stop sending out movies or the DVDs and just 
go to streaming and everyone, they got a lot of bad criticism about that. A lot of people thought that wasn't going to work, but that's what it is. Now everyone's doing that. I, I, that's. I, I just don't want. I just don't want a Disney Plus situation where they're going to charge you extra to play a new game, like they like Disney is with the the new movies. Well, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's it's tough to say because Xbox has to make money somehow, and and at some point, I think that the reward won't be worth the cost. If that makes sense, like I don't. It is expensive to make these games. It's expensive but to make these games. And it's the Netflix model is working. Free. The Netflix model is working, though. It's it's working, but I also think that I mean, it's you're right. Twenty two million subscribers. Twenty two million subscribers. So I, I guess maybe we were. I was looking at the wrong way. Where it's it's kind of like like twenty two million subscribers. Okay, fair enough. So again, I go back to like the old. Um, I go back to my original Nintendo uh, analogy where, okay, well, they made $13 million. Or sorry, they sold 13 million units per game. But then you have Xbox, who's getting 22 million subscribers per, per new release. Yeah. So I, I guess it's it's kind of... It's tough because I guess we don't know the markup between the two. So, like, how much more money does Nintendo make on that game? they sold 13 million copies for and how much more does does microsoft make on a subscriber for xbox game pass and how much does sony make at all for ps now for their you know whatever small amount of subscribers that they have i guess yeah it's really tough to see who's making who's doing the better the better job at making the money under the smallest radar i mean like nintendo with nintendo they're they're just accepted as the fact being like Everything's more expensive than Nintendo. You have the Nintendo tax, where like anything that's supported in Nintendo is like five dollars more than if you were to get it on PC or PlayStation or whatever, because it's portable now, so we can charge more for that. People just accept that. They're not. I mean, no one's fighting it. No one's like, oh, no, I'm not gonna, Nintendo no gets away buy with it. it. I know. It's, well, it's they, they've established they've established themselves that you know Xbox and Sony, us. All right. Xbox Sony in one column, Nintendo's fucking far away from all of this and being like, we're right. not associated with what they're doing in any shape or form. We're doing our own thing over here. Well, that's why we started this whole conversation just Sony and Microsoft, PlayStation yeah. and Xbox. Yeah. and, we and like, Nintendo wasn't part of it. No, but I mean, they do have they have their ways as well and because of the most relevant sales I can remember in my mind. But Okay, so so Xbox is doing a great job. We've, we've pretty much established that you know backwards compatibility is great. Backwards compatibility is great, and Game Pass is great. Their console's really good too. They have quick resume, which PlayStation Five doesn't have, so you can you can quick resume between like three or four or five games. They just updated that to That's make cool. it faster and more games. It's a more stable stable process. And then you have okay, so let's 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 talk about some good things about PlayStation because I don't want everyone that loves PlayStation to come back at us and be like, you guys spent forty four minutes or so hitting on playstation really hard <laughs> so let's 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 give some let's give playstation some glory here so good things about playstation they got some sweet fucking titles they do they have a lot of good fucking games and, and the fact... what spider-man oh man i will say they got, got spider-man Spider they have spider-man i will say this and i i don't know if i'm an outlier on this and Please email if you feel the same way or email if you're mad at me for saying this. But I really like Miles Morales. And I, I literally just started playing. I've had my PlayStation for three months and I just started playing Miles Morales. So I played through the original again. 
And I find the fighting sequel, like the fighting in Miles Morales, not as great as I find it in the original Spider-Man. I don't know why. I don't know if it just, it, I don't know if it's like the flow of the fight. Everything just feels a tad clunky in the fighting sequence than in the original. I, I just started playing it. So I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to keep, I'm gonna, obviously going to keep going and the game's really cool. It continues the old one. I love the recap that I do at the start of that game to like recap what happened in the original Spider-Man from like uh miles morales's perspective i love miles morales as a character and uh i'm so glad that he spider like that i made him a spider-man as well in this game i just find the fighting a little weird i do love his swinging the swinging is the same everything else is the same just the fighting i don't know why it was a little weird but yeah spider-man from insomniac is great like insomniac alone has been pumping out title after title after title for this place so yeah you have spider-man you have spider-man miles morales you have ratchet and clank now rift apart which is huge for them like they've been like the dream team for Sony to to crap out games. And then um you have Naughty Dog, which is like Uncharted, The Last of Us, two huge franchises. Um you have uh man, I'm I'm oh you have Santa well, Monica all the games Santa that Monica we, Studios for uh, God of War as well. Of all the games that we cover, it's the PlayStation titles that make me more excited about buying a PlayStation 5 than an Xbox. And that's why I'm planning on getting a PlayStation 5. Okay, and then here's the thing too, and this is kind of a crap on Xbox. Anything that comes out for Xbox moving forward, first party, not backwards compatible, but first party, you can just play on Xbox Game Pass on your PC. So you literally have no that's reason. That's my plan. <laughs> you have no reason to go out and buy an Xbox. You really don't. Like, I have not seen a reason that you need to go out and buy an Xbox. Because if you have a PC and you get Game Pass, you get everything that's coming out. So what's the point, right? Like why spend 300, 400, $500 on a console when you can spend just the 13 bucks a month that you're going to pay after you buy that console to get all these games, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, not so, everything's available on PC, but... No, but their new titles will be. Not their, not so much of their old titles, but a lot of the, all the new titles will be available on PC. Like when they did their last showcase, anything they showed was like Xbox, PC, Xbox One, or Xbox Series X, PC, Xbox Series X, PC, mm-hmm. as well as... I mean, Age of Empires 4 is coming out. Who develops Age of Empires 4? Oh, yeah, that's right. Microsoft fucking develops that game. What's going to be free on Game Pass day one? Probably Age of Empires 4. Has that been announced? No. Do I hope? Yeah. Am I just wishing to the gods that it's going to happen anyways right now? Yes, I am. Make a game, you know, make it a day one release on Xbox Game Pass on PC, and I'll be happy. And if you well, don't, you about your PC. I'm coming after all of you. Just kidding. I'm not. I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone that runs this place. But um, yeah, no, you're right. So, so Xbox has all these, or sorry, PlayStation has all these great titles. And then Xbox, I mean, if you own a PC, there's no point, right? You're going to get all the great titles that are coming out for the Series X. Yes. That's what, that's my plan. It's my plan too. It's literally why I got Game Pass. So, cool. and yeah. I mean, like, I, I was lucky enough to get a PS5, uh, you know, like four months after launch. And have I played it a lot right now? No. But it's also because, like, there's not, I mean, I agree with a lot of people that the PlayStation 5 doesn't, like, Sony hasn't had a lot of great releases. Or not, not that they haven't, they've been lacking releases right now. But there was a report that came out uh, last week, which we record this on Saturday, but everyone's going to listen to this on, on Tuesday, probably. But there was a, a report, la- you know, last week, for continuity reasons, that um, they're working on, tw- uh, Sony's working on 25 first parties um games now that doesn't mean they're all going to be like last of us quality or spider-man quality or, or or god of war quality it also means that they're also including 
uh, you know, that includes Thor, or sorry, Jesus, I'm going to call it Thor Ragnarok, but uh, God of War Ragnarok is included in that. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West will be included in that. I'm pretty sure Ratchet and Clank is included in that as well because it hasn't been released yet. So, like, there's, like, three games that we know about, like, off, well, that I can think off the top of my head right now that's off of that 25 games. So there's 22 games that either I don't remember hearing about or I don't know about. And they could be small little titles. It could be, like, 10-hour little indie games that, you know, some first-party, or the first-party studio that they have working on it. Um, yeah, but the last... there's been a lot of grumbling, though, in the news that Sony is really pushing for the big blockbuster games. Yeah, so I, I would expect most of these to be big titles but and for you, Sony to expect them to be big games. I, I think that like, OK, let's say like a lot of those games are coming out this. OK, so I named Thor. Uh, sorry, God, Jesus. I named God of War Ragnarok and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West and Rash and Clank. Those are three big titles coming out this year that like if I mean, I would probably do two more because I don't think we talked about how expensive games are now, right? Yeah, you don't that's want a, to. That's a lot of money to spend on, on, you know, if all 25 of those titles came out and they're all huge blockbuster hitters, that's a lot of money to spend on 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 a game on games in a year, right? Like you're a lot of that's going to get thrown into your backlog. I'm not going to lie. I don't buy games like that. I mean, I would totally buy Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West day one. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, I'll buy day one. Rash and Clank, I'm going to still working through the first one, like the 2014 PS4 one. I probably won't buy that game day one. I'll probably wait till it's on sale. And there's probably like a handful of these other ones, you know, probably like over half of them. I'm just going to wait three months. They're going to go down like 25% and I'll just buy them then. Like, it's just, it's too much money and it's too much of my time that I don't have to put into these things, right? Like I already have a huge backlog as it is of shit I'm playing. Like Loop Hero right now is destroying my life. <laughs> and it's a dumb game that should not be as addictive as it is, but it's really <laughs> addictive. If you have a PC, freaking get Loop Hero. Um, but yeah, so it, I mean, it's hard for all 25 of those titles to come out and it's hard for all 25 of those titles to be blockbuster hitters, I think. Yeah. Cause you don't want them all competing with each other for sales, especially not. And, and also 25 titles over the span of, let's say even two years, like you have like huge hitters from Nintendo are going to start coming out. You know, was, Xbox bought all those studios are going to have huge hitters coming out in the next couple of years as well. Like it's, it's a lot of timing, figuring out what the release dates are. And, and, and that's just a lot of, of grunt work that I don't think anyone at Sony studios wants to do. Well, because we know now from the Epic uh, and Apple case that the studios are forecasting internally when the big titles are going to be released by the competitors. Well, they don't want to be competing with each other for sales as well. No. And so what you have a, a potential new. Oh, my God. Sorry, everybody. Excuse me. You have a potential new uh, switch coming out like a, a, a high res upgraded switch coming out this year. Yeah, potentially Breath of the Wild 2 coming out this year. Um, you have Halo Infinite coming out this year. Like, you know, there's there's some there's some big hitters that are coming out that. Yeah, I, I went. I mean, nobody wants to compete. I don't think anyone's going to want to compete with Breath of the Wild 2. You know, if it no, comes out, that's gonna be, comes out that's, in the winter, like I don't care what's coming out. That's going to be the biggest game ever. Oh, man, when that game comes out, I am dead to the world for seven days like I was with the original one. I literally just started dating my girlfriend at that time. And thank God she was like, I'm just going to read. And I just sat and played Zelda for eight hours a day. I, I <laughs> ate, went to work, slept and shit. And then I just played Zelda, everything in between. So that was that was seven days of my life. And um, that game was amazing. And I've been so close to want to replay it. But um, yeah, so 
you're right. They're forecasting, and it's just it's too much. It's too much work to figure out what comes out when. I think. I don't. Know, I, I personally think the future is going to be more the subscription based that Microsoft is lead, is leading with Game Pass because that's where everything's going. That's where the movies are going, TV, everything is. And like, I'm gonna have 42 subscriptions to so many different things as I keep getting older. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it, like. Uh, at some point, I'm worried about subscription fatigue, but that's just where everything's going. Well, I think the cool thing is, I, in the end, if if we were to like foresee the future and how this is going to go, so far, I think Nintendo kind of has the upper hand in a way. Um, I, I mean, maybe for me, they have an upper hand in the way, and, and anyone who also like, grew up with like old Nintendo games, Sony has a better hand on the on like the more modern way of subscriptions where. You, yeah, you get your first party games, uh, you play all their old and uh, not old, but you have great backwards compatibility. And uh, and and they they're consumer friendly. And when I say Nintendo, I think has an upper hand because I think I should explain this more as I just say that Nintendo just releases their same games over and over again and we pay, pay money for it no matter what. But I'm thinking that like, you know, for 20 bucks for 20 bucks a year, you get access to online play, which is garbage. It is garbage. But you get also access to like some really cool old games that if it was a more robust catalog of like their first party games from back in the day, like another game that just came to mind was they don't have Final Fantasy uh, six, I guess, four, six, whoever wants to go that, that route, but they don't have that on there. I really want to play Contra, man. And they the don't have Contra. We, they only have Contra the on... The we start uh, playing uh, Broforce, which I fucking love so much. The moment we start playing that, I just... I want to play Contra again. Yeah, it. Uh, so that's on the that's on the NES uh, Super Nintendo Mini Classic. I have Contra, the first Contra. Actually, I shouldn't say it's the first Contra. I have a Contra on there. I don't even know which one it is, but I have Contra on there, and I that's actually a fun game to play. I tried to play that with uh, with my girlfriend, and and she uh, wasn't into it, and I was like, well, that's kind of lame. It's fun or two people, but uh, yeah. So if they had a more robust catalog, I think they could actually do a really good job. Like. I mean, if anyone has backwards a backward a backwards catalog to to really bring up and and really attract a lot of people, Nintendo could just dominate. I mean, even for forty dollars a year, fifty dollars a year, like if they were like ten dollars cheaper than like what anyone else wants to do, they would kill the market. I mean, having access to old N sixty four games, GameCube games. I mean, Wii works on there. Wii games will work. Wii U games will work everything would work on there and it would be great to revisit a lot of those old games like it, it would just it, i would i would be so happy to play some really sweet games the only thing they couldn't do on there would be um ds games would be super challenging on the switch so that's that's really about it unless they like somehow came out with a uh, second screen that you could buy as an add-on that plugs into the c port usb port at the bottom that's also a touch screen that'd be kind of cool and you can play DS games on there. That'd be sweet. Don't do it, though, because that'd be money that everyone's going to buy, especially me. I'd buy that. But then, yeah, and then Sony, I think Sony's the outlier in this, where they have a great catalog. They have a lot of games that they could give out for a subscription service, and they just don't. So that's, I mean, that's my my two cents on the whole thing. I think uh, you're right. I, I think my Nintendo my Nintendo view was more of a dream than, than reality, but, but yeah. yeah Nintendo, I mean, that's what I grew up with. That's... It's what a lot like, of us grew up with, right? That's they were the I mean, they weren't the original, but they no. 
for intensive purposes, like they were it. I don't know and... how many people are out there hurting for an Atari or a Jaguar <laughs> or a Master System. Like I don't know how many people are oh. really out there hurting for one, but. I mean, like, you got the Sega collection on PC and, and PlayStation and stuff. So, I mean, like, it doesn't... I mean, no one's really hurting for Sega to come back. But, except for if they do... I did hear rumors that they were thinking about rebooting Crazy Taxi and uh, and Jet Set Radio. So, if Sega does that, I'd be very happy. Those would be some... And then someone bring back uh, The Simpsons Hit and Run. That's another game I want to come back as well. I'd heard of that, but I'd never played it. Yeah, it's a good... It's like Crazy Taxi, but Simpsons... In my opinion um but yeah no it's there there's a lot that can be done but i agree with you that we are going with a subscription base in the future how much it's all going to be and what you're subscribed to i think that's going to limit another way i think i can look at it too is i think it's going to limit how many consoles people how many consoles people own right like i don't think everyone's going to own all three consoles depending on how expensive these subscriptions are right like if it becomes the equivalent to buying a game every month for three game for three consoles you know, because Nintendo, Xbox, and Sony. I mean, I, I couldn't do that. And then yeah. now a lot of these games are going to be cross-platform. So I wonder if you're going to have subscription services and cross-platform play. There's going to be some kind of integration in the future, but that's down the road. I think that'll be third-party. It won't be. I don't think you'll see that for first-party games. Like I, You won't see Sony games on any other console, Xbox on any other console, and definitely won't see nintendo you will not be playing mario on your xbox that's for sure i will be damned i will be damned if i see that mustache plumber on something else out of the nintendo system so but uh but yeah no i yeah i agree with you subscription bases are the subscription based services of the future and that uh and and that i think xbox is really leading that whole uh front i think playstation's a little is lagging a little bit behind uh nintendo's there i think they could be they could be so much better but they're there so uh, i mean only the future will tell i mean who knows what we're going to see next month at e3 so and and uh and and yeah well I, I think i think that's uh i mean bones what do you what do you do you, you think subscription services will be the future of gaming yes that's the seems like almost um any surface digital service is going subscription based yeah, there being like movies, shows, uh, gaming, even audio software. Yeah, you're right. Like even like you know like Adobe and and Word, Adobe, everything. Yes, and all Adobe stuff. Yeah, that's complete. Yeah. You can't buy new like physical software. It's just subscription. I wonder. I do wonder. I was actually thinking about this earlier, just on the subject of Adobe or or even Microsoft Word. I wonder if someone else came out being like, "Hey, this is like a one time buy. You buy it like every couple of years." I wonder if you would kill that service. I, I I think as I think for private like for homeowners who have like a PC or and a Mac that would like don't run a business and have no reason to have like a multi you know amount of subscriptions. Um, I wonder if you could run that business like you could take a good piece of that market share for for private use as opposed to business use would definitely like stick with with Adobe and and, and Word and stuff like that, but. I just Nobody if, wants to learn two different programs. Well, no, I don't think I'm not saying two different programs. I'm just saying that, like, you know, like I I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll ever work into a place that has like Microsoft Word as like a business as opposed to something that I bought privately. I just wonder if for like students or some like, you know, something to for people to start off with and then eventually they move on. But I just wonder if you could if you could eat into that market, because I bet you 
you could eat into that market. And I feel like this is going to be like a weird cycle where we get into this huge subscription service. We get a subscription service fatigue, like you mentioned. And then next thing you know, is everyone's kind of circling back to like one-time buys or something they offer in the future. I see more, I see subscription services being the way everything's going. And then once people start getting subscription fatigue, I just see, oh, what the hell do you call it? Just where everything starts merging and people start buying each other up and you just get. Oh, that's so bad for competition, though. I know, but that's where that I, that's what's going to happen. No, there's no way any government will let that happen. There's no way. There's like, I mean, the Canadian Beer, uh, Business Bureau, mm-mm, there's no way that would that would kill competition. That would kill it. Like, if anyone started buying up everybody, yeah, but I mean, that's a lot of money that someone has has in their like that's a lot of money someone could charge that they have in in their pocket right so but yeah so i I think uh i think that's the end of the big 1-0 for our episode uh we tried definitely something new one of the different direction we we weren't sure if we're gonna pull this conversation out for a whole hour but we did (laughs) oh i was yeah i thought we'd be lucky to do this for 20 minutes we shit a lot on playstation though I don't think we even really said anything great other than they had great first party titles. We really took a dump on PlayStation. We did, but you own one. I do. I plan on getting a PS5. And I know Bones is... I'm not planning on getting an Xbox. I think Bones is also planning on PS5, but I think this conversation might have turned him over to Xbox, possibly. I I already, in the time of this conversation I joined, I I purchased one online. I'm getting an Xbox. Oh, okay. I actually thought you were going to say a PlayStation. like, shut up. I would have been so... So shocked, honestly. I've been like, "Wow, you got one!" While we're having this conversation, good on you. Yeah, no. So, so that was a good combo. We we pulled it off. Uh, unfortunately, there was the three of us, which is great. It's better, you know, better than the two of us in some ways. Um, uh, as always, remember that uh, starting next month, we're gonna bring down our Patreon subscription to two dollars. Uh, you'll be able to get the video version of the show and music behind the games every month. You'll be a part of taking a part of our Patreon uh, poll where. You know, we'll pick a we'll pick a topic to have like this, um, and you can choose what we talk about. Uh, as well as you will, we'll, we'll obviously do name shout out, and uh, we have some other fun things coming down the pipeline. Uh, hopefully next month. But uh, that's the end, and I'm gonna say goodbye, and no one's gonna say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bones is gonna say goodbye. No, I'm not saying goodbye. He's not saying goodbye. He does actually technically have an extra 15 minutes because he showed up late. So. It's just going to be a Bones bones 15 minutes for that. He's just going to talk about whatever he wants. Just oh, kidding. Just, oh, wait. I'll enjoy some silence together. Let's enjoy some silence. We're going to play the intro for the video version of this, uh, which is now our outro for and the 30 seconds. Think, no, no one's going to talk. Imagine, we're going to imagine what the other person is thinking. We're all going to do yeah. that. And Bones is going to imagine what I look like with the ponytail since he didn't get to see one. So, all right, everybody, have a great week and we'll see you next week. Remember, we do stream Halo with Nolan 8 p.m. every Tuesday. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Say goodbye, Pabsty.